2: you all for tuning in on this beautiful Saturday afternoon.
1: Had a little touch of fall last week. and
2: mm-hmm.
1: Kind of made me want to rub my head up against the tree a little bit.
2: That's kind of nice. Because <laughs> nice. I wore a sweatshirt out of the house
1: for yeah. the first time. Yeah. it kind of got a little itch between my ears. I wanted to go rub my head up against the tree mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe spar with the neighbor. <laughs> fall will do that to you.
3: Yeah, it
2: will. Man,
1: fall, it just... Oh, it's so close, but yet so far.
2: Oh, and we're going to get like with the fake fall and. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get back. We probably won't be in the fall until like November.
1: Uh, Mid to late October. I'll make a bet. I don't know. This year's been cool. Halloween last year was hot. That's okay. This year's been cool so far. Yeah. I'm going to make a prediction like the second week in October, we're like in the 70s. Really? Why not?
2: Well, that's fine. Cause I can't it's be any more season. wrong
1: than the weather forecasters.
2: Football season starts August twenty something for me, and well, I am. Well, you're not am playing football. So no, but I'm not going to sit out there in like eighty degree weather yeah, watching you a football You don't game. have to
1: go. Just save me a lot of entry fees and gas getting back and forth. To, and you're not even playing. So why are you going to football games?
2: Because I'm going.
1: <laughs> she doesn't want to go there. <laughs> He doesn't want so to So he there. plays
2: football. Yeah, well. Yeah.
1: You know. Still the same guy, man. Really. I'm not going to say anything.
2: <laughs> you you like him. You gave him AFCO hats. I gave him AFCO hats. That's <laughs> what they give him to me for. They <laughs> give them
1: out, and I gave him an AFCO hat. And a Yamaha hat I've had for, like, four years. And what else?
2: A, Shema, a couple of Shimano hats. hats, yeah. yeah. He liked the Yamaha hat because he drives Yamaha dirt bikes, so. okay. okay. <laughs> He, he was very excited about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They the don't weather. even know
2: what they're listening to right now.
1: That's because you introed the show like, well, well thanks for tuning in, everybody. Well, like, kind of
2: interrupted my intro. Please. You're listening to Woods would and Waters, like South like Carolina. The, we, can, we can start the music back <laughs> up again.
3: Do you, mind?
1: Not at all. Okay, you ready to try this again? You can try it again. All right, do it right this time. Go ahead. She's not going to do it.
0: No, Welcome to Woods and Water, South Carolina. <laughs>
1: thanks for tuning in. My name is Roger Metz, and I'm joined by useless <laughs> over here who just snorted on the radio. I can't believe you did that.
2: I'm
3: Taylor.
1: <laughs> she who snorts. Uh, <laughs> it's gotten
3: really bad lately. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. I uh, hope you're having a great weekend. Uh, Got a... Got a busy show, just us today. It's kinda nice every once in a while just to sit back and, and not have a, a guest and talk about some of the things we've either missed the pile of missed stuff in the calendar growing exponentially every week. Uh because we've had such good guests and um can't get around to all everything.
2: It's gonna be a fun show.
1: It is. We're gonna uh, delve into a few things going on around the state. Got a good calendar. Uh hey, Dad, gonna...
2: you know what's coming up. What? Dear season.
1: Oh, I know. Well, dove season gets there for that.
2: Well, that's true. But a lot of this is going to be deer-related.
1: Yeah. yeah. Next week, I think we're going to have Charles Ruth on to talk about deer season. Uh, some of the, some of the, some of the things 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 we talk about every year, but maybe not some of the thing same things we talk about every year too. Got to figure out what we're going to do. Who there.
2: else is excited for dove season though? I mean, I'm yes. pumped.
1: yes, <laughs> I'm so uh, excited. The dove field looks very, very good. The, you don't have to have a lot of rain in the summer. You just need kind of frequent rain. And the nice thing about brown top mill is it's very drought tolerant. Mm-hmm. Very drought tolerant. I've had years where you haven't had rain for like a month, four or five weeks, and uh, you get a shower and everybody just, boom, just explodes. Mm-hmm. So the brown top right now is probably getting a the neighborhood of four feet tall. Dang. Yeah, it's up above my knees. Well. And starting to brown head, the heads are starting to turn a little. In the,
2: the season should be good for us this year because we got a couple of dove fields around so to keep the birds moving in, yep, which was always, a big problem last year. Yeah. But as as long as we don't have knock on wood, fingers crossed that
1: Tropical Storm we don't have a tropical storm <laughs> that moves Because that seems to
2: happen every year and it pushes all the birds out. Yeah, it does. But hopefully we won't we won't have any problems. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want a good dove season. <laughs> yes, we want a good dub scene. So that,
1: that's essentially and for those of you who are not who may be new to South Carolina or who may be new to the show, we start our year on September the first. That is it. Since the day I was able to carry a gun or tag along behind my brother, opening day of dove season, Labor Day weekend, has kind of been the start of our year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you live it outdoors, you know, you 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 could have a year that starts in October if you're a deer hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, August if you're a deer hunter, October if you're a deer hunter. Quail hunter, you're probably looking at November, duck hunting in November. Mm-hmm. Um and if you like to hike, pretty much any month, pick it. Just your favorite month to hike could be your start of your year. But around here, September 1st is the start of a new year.
2: And it's a good day for family traditions, too. I and mean, every opening day, we see, we yes. have a get-together at the farm. We do. And have a yep. shoot.
1: And or somewhere. And, and have we a
2: have shoot. a new little one that will be coming with us. We later. do.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I I talked about Lee when he was born. He uh, came six weeks early. Five weeks. Six. Look at the calendar, it's six weeks. He oh, was born on God. July 15th, his due date was August 26th, Damn. and there's 31 days in there, so it's, it's six weeks. Um, yeah, Lee, uh, Lee Robert Paris came here July the 15th, mm-hmm. uh, six weeks early, five pounds, three ounces, 18 inches long. Had a set of lungs on him from the beginning. That was Ugh. one huge... Huge relief. Um, he's picked up eating pretty good. He gained somewhere around one to two ounces a day.
2: He hit six pounds today. <laughs> he
1: hit six pounds this week. Yes. All right. And um, finally got to see him. He was. They were in the NICU unit or our private family room at Green Memorial for two and a half weeks. Yep. And came home Monday night. Got to see him. Got to hold him for a moment. And
2: um, he's a this, cutie. This
1: grandparenting thing is fun.
2: He's a cutie.
1: I mean, I held him for a few minutes. gave him back and left. Called the next day and she goes. Boy, last night was rough. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, those 2:30 feedings in the morning will get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, so wanted everybody. And there have been, a, if you follow along on Facebook or or whatever, I I rarely ever ask for your thoughts and prayers, but I did this time around just because he was so early. And um, for those of you that did, we really appreciated it. It it helped immensely. Yep. I, pr- I promise you, it helped immensely. Um, And so from the bottom of our heart, from our family, from Jordan and Daniel, everybody, we we thank you for that. And, uh, you know, there's seven and a half minutes of the first ten. Let's get to the calendar. Well, I was was going to
2: make my little announcement. So if you all listened to the show last week, we had a bunch of ICAST interviews. And since then, I'm famous.
1: Again. (sighs) Nothing like tooting your own horn.
2: Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> oh, it does. No, I was—I had the honor of being able to shoot some film with English Channel. Chris Brownlee—he's been on the show before, and we've been on his podcast. I don't know if y'all have heard of him. If not, English go check Channel's him out. Out of
1: Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, go check him out mm-hmm. on
2: social media and go to their website because you pull up their website. I'm there doing an after-code review. Go watch it. Don't make fun of me, but I just feel so special. Like.
1: Do you know what you sound like right now? I know, but still, oh
2: I was very excited when he asked me to do that. And, and so you were very
1: nervous, too. I
2: was very nervous.
1: Yeah, you.
2: It, But I think, it, I think it I think it. went okay.
1: And now you know how to prepare for next year. <laughs> yeah. so this is going to continue. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: So go check them out, and we are going to be doing some work with them in the future, hopefully.
1: Yes, we are. Uh, we've got some meetings set up. We're going to try to interact a little more with their podcast and, and with our radio show, and... And then I also have um, Bass East is another hmm. website, uh, podcast that wants to carry our show. Wow. So it's, uh, yeah, we're, um.
3: Look at us. Yep, yeah, it's. We must
2: be doing something, right?
1: I don't know, maybe. <laughs> we pay our bills, they allow us to stay on the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, that's kind of like the first segment. Um, we got three more to go. Three more. <laughs> y'all, for some reason or other, I just absolutely hit a brick wall this afternoon. That's fine. It's just I All ate. That's what I, sh- I shouldn't have eaten.
2: Yeah, you should I'm going to down be.
1: the rest of this Coke during the break. I think I have
2: like three rolls.
1: Yeah, that's not a good thing. So <laughs> <It's> anyway, <not. laughs> y'all hang on. We'll be back with Royal Woods and Water South Go on the other side to break, and I'll try to wake up in the interim, so y'all hang on. Yeah, welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Got to be more productive this, this segment, Taylor. Got things to talk about, things to get through, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, <clears throat> and I guess, picking off, we need to get on the calendar of events, which is brought to you by Visit Anderson and...
2: Read Landing and Event Center.
1: Um, you know, non-governmental organizations, NGOs, like National Deer Alliance, Ducks Unlimited... 12 forever, National Rifle Association, Rocky Mountain Elk Federation. They all had a tough year last year. So, as we go through the fall, they're going to be having their banquets and all. Try to get out and support them. Go spend some money. All the money you didn't spend last year, spend twice that much this year. Spend some of that stimulus money. Uh, start off August 12th with the t- with the uh, the Low Country National Deer Association banquet at the Holiday Alumni Center. That's the 12th from 6 to 11. It's going to be, and that's at the Citadel at 69 Haywood Avenue. Uh, please join us for our first event as the NDA, the National Deer Association, Raffles Live and Silent Auction, Top Tier Food Entertainment, Open Bar. There comes the Amazon vehicle, uh, <laughs> bringing me a new uh, a new uh, lens cover for the camera.
2: Did so, you lose the? Yeah. Dad.
1: It, it blew out of Brandon Cobb's boat. on Yeah. <laughs> just the lens cover. Not much. It's only like the fourth one I've had to buy in the last couple of years. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, sponsor table and vendor booths only. Uh, outdoor space available for equipment displays if you want to bring some equipment with you.
2: And you want to get a more expensive camera.
1: Oh, I'm going to get an expensive camera. Uh,
2: okay.
1: Camera's not the problem, and I can replace the lens cap. Go ahead.
2: Uh-huh. 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 Uh, well, so if you're going to be in the low country, make sure to look into that. But if you're going to be here in the upstate in Anderson... Go to Grady's Go Outdoors for the 60th Anniversary Henry Rifle Event. Henry Rifle Event. Sorry, I can't speak.
1: So Grady's is celebrating 60th um, Anniversary. Yes. And they got Henry Rifle to come be part of it.
2: Yes. And they're going to have some great sales and, in all caps, free ammo. <laughs> Everybody
1: just went, ooh, free ammo. <laughs> free ammo.
2: Yes. So uh, if you want to go to the Low thing, go up there at 10 o'clock when it starts.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> the morning, and there then you, you can go, go look on thing.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's it's amazing. We're, we're on track to set another record for gun sales. Last year, there were 39.4 million Nix checks in the United States. This year through June, there's been 22.2 million. And when you talk about ammo, I mean, it's, yeah, the companies are producing as fast as they can. Remington's back online making ammunition. They went through their, their sell-off and buy and back into production. You know, the, the president of Hornady had a great, had a great uh, comment on ammunition, the shortages. He says, there are 8 million new shooters in 2020, 8 million. He said they just bought 100 rounds. That's, uh-oh, 80 million rounds of am, 800 million rounds of ammunition?
2: Hmm.
1: My math is not going to be right today. You're an
2: accountant, though.
1: Yeah, well, my computer does everything for me. Oh, yeah. Ad machine like is there for several percent. That's um But, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a fact. We have just more people involved in shooting sports. I know I know there are guys looking for hunting ammunition for their rifles already and can't find it. I mean, it's tough. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, so, yeah, you free ammo. And, and Gun Broker, I noticed Gun Broker um, uh, CCI mini mags are still like 20 cents a piece.
3: Hmm.
1: A thousand rounds, is, is the guys on there advertising for 219 bucks for a thousand rounds. Um, I did notice that AR ammunition is down just a little bit. 556-223 ammo is down just a little bit, down around $600 per thousand. So, anyway, just something, just nugget information. Back to the calendar. The Bamberg County Chamber of Commerce is having their South Fork Canoe Kayak Paddle Trip, Saturday, August 14th. They're paddling from Brabham Landing, You need to be there about 9 o'clock, to a private landing about four miles down the river. There will be a free shuttle, donations accepted. Uh, bring your own gear and equipment. A life jacket and whistle are required by law. If you need something, you can rent a boat or gear from Coke Kayak Company. Uh, camping and cabins available at the Edisto Birdhouse Refuge Cabin. That would be cool. Near Branchville or Bromwell State Park near Blackville. Um, sponsored by Bamberg County Chamber of Commerce. I guess you need to contact them. And paddler I love this. Paddlers accept the fact that there is an assumption of risk when you paddle, which is... Awfully close to reasonable risk is implied when lion hunting, which Gosh. is one of my favorite quotes from Robert Rourke.
2: And <laughs> your quotes. I oh. feel like kind of related to that. Um, all I, of my I,
1: quotes. They're not mine. Nothing. They're great quotes.
2: They're the quotes you quote all the time. I
1: know, but they're great.
2: Um, I have something kind of related to that, and I'm i am not sure if I've done this before. It sounds really familiar, but I've read over a lot of this stuff, so that just could be it. But we just,
1: if, we just did their shooting day, too. They just had their shooting yeah. day last week, which I think is what we talked about last week.
2: Well, if I've said it, this is your reminder. If not, this is, New. you know, yeah. Um, there's going to be a weekend on the water, August 20th through the 22nd. Um, join the women of Artemis, South Carolina, for three days of fishing, kayaking, and enjoying Lake Murray. All experience levels welcome. Space is limited, though, so there can be room for everybody to participate. Uh, if you're interested, contact Baby Harrison at anglingwomen at gmail.com.
1: Or the Saucon Wildlife Federation, yep. which is where she is now. Yep. Which is where she will be coming from when she talks to us about the women's weekend coming up in November.
3: Yes, we will
2: hopefully be doing a segment with her talking a little bit about that. I know she's excited about that.
1: She's very excited, but she was also on social media. Asking if anybody out there wants to do an introductory kayak class. She needs an instructor for the introductory kayak class. So if you're into kayaking, contact Bebe at the South Carolina Wildlife Federation, and it would be a great opportunity for you to get involved, give back a little bit, and uh, and teach some ladies how to kayak.
2: You're out of calendar, aren't you?
1: No, I'm not. Oh, I just okay. have one laying down here. Uh, if you've been keeping up with the... The Sycon Bob White Initiative, Tall Timbers, you know, bring back the whistle. Uh, They're going to have a live and or Zoom webinar for you to hear updates on the Sycon Bob Bobwhite Initiative Tall Timbers, Tall Timbers Carolina's Regional Quail Project. Lots of exciting things happening. Um, there could be a couple of short presentations. Biologists from both Tall Timbers and DNR will be on hand and available to answer questions. If you want to go to the meeting live, it's Monday evening, August twenty third, at the offices of Kirk Commercial Construction on Bluff Road in Columbia. Put that on your calendar, Taylor. Okay. You got that? Twenty
3: third.
1: Don't let me forget. Doors open at six. I think I have a two day reminder on my calendar. You may want to put a one day on yours. Uh, doors open at six. Light refreshments will be served, so if you intend to atti- if you intend I N T E N D to attend A-T-T-E-N-D, in person, we ask you to pre register by emailing Brett Carmichael at Ready for this, Carmichael C A R M I C H A E L B at dnr.sc.gov. Uh, if you atten- if you cannot attend in person, you can view the event on Zoom beginning at 6:30 using the link, meeting ID, and passcode shown below, which I can't give to you. But I think if you look for you know kind Bob White Initiative, you probably can find this event and get your own web meeting and passcode.
2: Good old Zoom.
1: Good old Zoom. So, Don't miss having Zoom meetings.
2: Nope. It's happening. Deer season's coming, and youth days are coming along with that, and they're coming up very, very fast. So if you're in the low country, game zones three and four, your youth, days are, youth day is going to be Saturday, August 14th.
1: Bring it, lots of thermosels. Yes. <laughs> like uh, three or four uh, per person. Uh, <laughs> I mean, one in each pocket up front. Especially if you're legs, hunting
2: swamps. And uh, And ugh. snake
1: boots. and. Yeah, snake boots. That's, those people I, down there are adventurous.
2: Well, <laughs> it looks like we're going down there to hunt at some point. Well, But we, we will,
1: but that's going to be in, like, November. Still. <laughs> I'm going to wait gators. for the mosquitoes. Ah, it's okay. I can handle gators. I can see a 12-foot gator, and I can avoid him without getting bit.
2: You can't see a 9-foot rattlesnake.
1: <laughs> sure you can. You can see them rattlesnakes, too. It's those stupid uh, mosquitoes that, like, uh, you know, I can see them coming, but I can't fight the them ones off. The
2: you can fit saddles on.
1: The Low Country Air Force. Yep.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, the bottom, where I hunt, those have some mosquitoes, too, but they're not yeah. that big. Yeah,
1: no, they're not that big. They
2: just hurt. Oh, they yeah. hurt. Oh. Anyway. uh, it got up, stung
1: me. in Or. They got got bit in Orlando. My mosquitoes, those, those things, things really hurt.
2: It's like a dagger Yes,
1: yeah, they really Mine hurt.
2: I'm swelled up and ugh. Yeah,
1: I had a reaction to one, too, which was odd because usually they leave me alone.
2: Well, but anyway, me. continue
1: on. August yes. 14th, the low country.
2: Um, and then games on two is Saturday, September 11th. Games on one is Saturday, September 25th. Now, regulations are pretty much the same for you 17 years and younger, and youth hunters who have not completed the hunter education program must be accompanied by an adult of twenty-one of at least twenty-one years of age. Um, and no licensing and tags are required for the adult or the youth that's hunting. So
3: very good. Get
2: ready for that. That's very I'm good. Excited. Uh, this is my last year being able to do a youth hunting.
1: That's right. That's sad. That's right.
2: <laughs> when real life really really hits you.
1: Yeah. Um. Dove season is coming. We talked about that last. There are some, you know, there's some public dove fields out there. And don't forget you have to have the migratory bird permit. It's required, but it's free. Uh, bag limits on doves, 15 doves per day, no limit on Eurasian collared doves. Uh, it's September the 4th is opening day, and there's a list. If you go to DNR, there's a list of public dove fields. And we'll probably run over this a little closer to season two, or maybe we might not get back around to it, depending on how busy we are. Uh, but Blue Ridge Electric erects power line structure to enhance SCDNR dove fields. This yes. will be of interest to those who are hunting. Um, we love Greenville County. Lines. This is back from April of 2021. Uh, Blue Ridge Electric Cooperative recently donated equipment, staff, and poles to put up two segments of non-active power lines at Tall Pines Wildlife Management Area, WMA dove fields in northern Greenville County. Uh, the power lines stretch across the dove field, help both morning doves and biologists. The lines give morning doves additional habitat. And a place to roost where they can re- rest and keep their eyes on birds of prey. The lions also give wildlife biologists an easy way to keep track of how many doves are using the fields. Um, Tall Pines WM, let's see, the new dove fields at Tall Pines are the only public dove fields in Granville County and they are popular with upstate area dove hunters. Uh, last year was the first year the fields were established and SCDNR staff have worked to improve habitat and access. Three fields are located on the property planting sunflowers, wheat, and millet. Uh, Tall Pines dove fields. Are only, um, you could have pressed that button. You don't um, let me press
2: buttons.
1: Yeah, what the hell are y'all lost? Let's see. are only open dove hunting during the designated dove season. It's 1,757 acres now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: tall pines. It's big.
2: That was my article that you
1: took. Oh, was it? Okay, well.
2: Hence the messy sh- marking. Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say the lines
1: <laughs> going through words. I was trying to have I can't. You're underlining. I can't. Has, I can't.
2: I was never able to color in the lines when I was growing up. I cannot underline words.
1: That's obvious, folks. I need to take a snapshot of this. Better from Facebook. All right. Y'all hang on. We'll be back uh, with the third segment of the show after the break. Don't think I
3: don't think about it. No, no. Don't think I don't. Don't think I don't.
2: What is with your music choices? They get worse every week.
1: Turn it up loud and I can drown you out.
2: <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. That's the joy of headphones. Yes, that's You the cannot. You cannot drown me out. <laughs> oh, don't mute me. Don't, Dad.
1: There. Look at that. She's gone. It's magic. She's gone. She's gone. Yep. But I wasn't talking. Are you going to be good? Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he started again. Y'all, oh my goodness. This is so bad. Oh. What is wrong with you? I don't know what's wrong with you.
2: I really You're 17 just and you're
1: blonde.
2: That has nothing to do with snorting.
1: I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, back in 19, and we've got the Deer Lottery draw hunts. I transition here uh august 15th is the deadline for the deer lottery draw hunts we have several in south carolina and rather than me talking about it from these sheets i've got here um which i'm going to talk just a little bit well i don't know emily anyway back in 19 august of 19 emily kearse uh was on the show she is sc scdnr's person on the lottery hunts and um I had her own, and she did a really good job. She was kind of nervous, but uh, so we're gonna. I I've got. I went back and rescued a couple of segments that um, we'll talk about or let her talk about, and draw hunts, and I'll come back and fill in a little bit. So hang on just a second. This is this is Emily Kears from SEDNR. Here in South Carolina, we are we're very fortunate because we have places in the state where you can apply for a small fee. I think it's ten dollars in most instances. For a lottery hunt, and and not only getting access, but you get access to a a highly managed piece of ground for you to go hunt on, and it's all different hunts: it's deer, turkey, uh, waterfowl, and all. So, like I always do, I get on the horn with somebody, and uh, somebody makes a mistake of answering the email. And today's (laughs) today's mistake is Emily (laughs) Kears. She is uh, the permitting biologist, lottery hunt coordinator for DNR. And Emily, thank you for taking time out to be on Woods and Water, South Carolina.
0: Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um,
1: and and, and so don't we, be nervous. This is yes, sir. Is just like talking to somebody on the phone.
0: <laughs> yes, sir.
1: <laughs> uh, well, take just a moment introduce yourself and, and and what your job there with the lottery hunt coordinator is.
0: Sure. Um, so, as you said, I'm Emily Kears. I am the permitting biologist and lottery hunt coordinator um, for the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources, um, I've kind of taken on the role um, to be in charge of our public lottery hunts program. Okay. Um, as you mentioned earlier, um, this program does provide hunting opportunities to the public on you know some of our highly managed you know wildlife management areas. Um, the program has grown, you know, since it started. Okay. Um, a lot more people are applying. <laughs> I was uh, Yes, sir. We've added, of course, you know, more, you know, hunt sites over the years, and we are trying to accommodate, you know, more hunt dates Okay. Um, as the popularity is getting, you know, bigger. Sure. Um, currently, we hold lotteries for five different species. Okay. Um, those are alligator, deer, waterfowl, quail. And that, that's my five right there. That's your five. Um, <laughs> that's my five. Um for two of those, we do offer a youth lottery option. Okay. Um, we offer that for waterfowl and turkey. So okay. we do have a youth option for those okay. two species. All right. Um, just a little side note: um, I do a lot with the lottery. We do have other youth hunts right. um, yes. throughout our agency, but I only handle the lottery one.
1: Okay. All right. You, you muted both of us, and I, <laughs> I needed to come back after that little segment. <laughs> I did. That, that's our. That was the intro for Emily. Uh, got about four minutes here where she talks a lot more in-depth about the lottery hunts, the different type of the lottery application you can have, uh, and a few tricks maybe to get it to make sure that you uh, get drawn, maybe sooner it to some other people. So, again, this is more Emily Kears about the a lottery hunts on the deer side. We did this interview. We did turkeys and ducks and gators. Of course, gators are already closed out. The deer are due August 15th, so here we go with Emily. And that's, that's alligator, and I wondered that because I, that's what a lot of people said. On your sure. average, if do you have an average for somebody applying for, a, if they apply, and granted there's some, there some fluctuation in how you apply determines how often you get it, how soon mm-hmm. you're going to get drawn, and we'll get into that a little bit later. On okay. the average, if somebody applies to the same deer hunt, for how many years will they take to get drawn on average? Just a guess.
0: It did, well, first it depends <laughs> on what application you apply for. Here we go. Um, so we'll kind of go into deer. We do yeah. have a new deer lottery this yeah,
1: year. Yeah, I want to cover that one too. Um, so where sure. you want to go with it?
0: Well, okay, so in the past we have had three deer lotteries. We've had the uh, multi site we've had the web archery only, and right. then the web steel gun. Okay. Um, so typically the web deer lottery hunts are your most famous... Um, Everyone wants to get in on those. Right. So typically for the web, it's about four years.
3: Okay.
0: Um, so we can have your patience. I'm. Sure, I promise you'll be <laughs> worth the wait. Yeah. Um We joke a lot that a lot of people apply just for the good food down there. Shoot, um,
3: yes. They, th- those women down food. there know
0: how to cook. Yes, yes ma'am. Sir. Um. So like I said, this year we do. We've added a new deer lottery. Okay. Um. This one is called the unrestricted multi-site deer lottery.
3: Okay.
0: Um. We have taken Bear Island, Donley, and Bono Ferry. Right. Um, those are the three properties in this lottery.
3: Okay.
0: The unrestricted, we get that name from. There's no antler restrictions on those properties.
3: Okay.
0: Um, for the other deer lotteries, you know, to harvest a legal buck, there has to be four points on one side right. or 12-inch minimum spread.
3: Right.
0: Um, so those restrictions do not apply to those three properties, the Bear Island, Donnelly, and Bono Ferry.
3: Okay.
0: Um, we are trying to harvest some more deer from that those properties, so we encourage you all to apply. Um, it is a new hunt, so all applicants will be starting at zero preference points.
1: Okay, so a um, lot of people, then a lot of people will apply this year, will get drawn this year.
0: We hope. We hope. Uh, I don't know how many people are going to apply. Okay. Um, We hope a good amount. Um, We want to accommodate more. We've added some additional dates um, to those properties as well. Um, Just something to keep in mind. You know, an individual they can apply for all four of the deer lottery hunts. Okay. Um, But it is up to the applicant to make sure they don't choose a date. You know, on the same the same day on you know two different applications. Just be mindful when applying. You know that you don't get selected for two hunts on the same day.
1: what are some that of the, yeah? You know, going along with that thought, you know, of, of how to apply for these hunts and all, what are some of the other things that affect uh, where you fall in the lottery?
0: So, of course, the first will be preference points. Um, and the big tip is you do want to apply each year with the same customer ID number. Um, that's how you're going to build up your preference points. Okay. Um, the higher number of preference points you have, the higher chance you're going to be selected. Um It also depends, you know, what sites you pick as well as dates. Of course, usually the earlier hunt dates for deer, you know, especially during rut season, um, more people tend to apply for those dates. So usually the later dates, you know, December, you know, many don't pick those dates. So you might have a better chance of being selected depending on the dates you select.
1: Okay. Um, What about people in your group? If you've got two to four guys applying on the same application, does changing the people in that application affect how many preference points the person has been it in there can. the longest?
0: Yes, sir, it can. Okay. Um, so let's say me and you, we we were a party. We've been applying for two years, so we have two preference points.
3: Okay.
0: Um, starting this year, let's say we wanted to add your brother. All right. Um, that will affect us. Um, when adding a new member that has zero preference points, when we do the drawing, it takes the person in your party with the least number of preference points into account. Okay. Um, so that can affect your chances.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just remember that. I was looking right here on the on the current one. She said, you know, we had a new hunt available in 2019. It's it says we got a new hunt available this year too, which is the deer unrestricted multi-site, which I thought she just talked about. Uh, anyway. Average number of preference preference points for selection this year, the deer multi site is one to two. The unrestricted is zero. That's what it says. The web gun, three to four, and web archery is three to four. So if you're going to apply for these hunts, just realize you may have to have as many as four, maybe five points to get drawn. I know alligator, I've got four points and didn't get drawn. (laughs) So that's going up every year. But when I went back and listened to this, in 2019 they eliminated the, the wildlife management area Alligator Lottery. So that made everyone in 20 have to have more points because more people were applying for fewer tags, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. So now all makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. That was okay. So, And finished out the Lottery Hunt thing. They are open for deer. They're due August 15th. Um, you can do that online. Um, I'm getting a signal here from my co-host here. I need to punch a button. Okay. I don't silent. know it, Punch, punch but, a button. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, we got Belfast and Lawrence County, Botany Bay, Hamilton Ridge, Palachicola, and Watery. Those are all deer multi site applications. Deer unrestricted, unrestricted multi sites, Bear, Boniferry, Donnelly, and of course, you got the Webb Wildlife Area and the Archery Hunt on that too. So, again, August 15th is your deadline for making those hunts. Or the, that lottery application, you might not get drawn. But yeah, we always played that moon game. That's why we it took us so long to get drawn. But anyway, all right, I'll give you the next segment.
2: How generous! Thank you.
1: You're welcome. I'm just not even going to say a <laughs> word next segment. As long <laughs> you don't complain about my music. I'll be all right. Hang on. Back from more Woods and Water, South Carolina. This is your segment. Go.
2: That's why you're pointing at me. That's why I'm pointing at you. Okay. All right. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Apparently, I'm taking over this segment, but that's probably not a good thing when it comes to this, because I can rant about this for a very long time, but, Dad, you're going to help me out on this, because you've got your own input, I'm sure,
3: about some of these.
2: So, it is getting into deer season, and, you know... If you live here, fishing season's year round. And this just kind of is some things that you want to watch out for when you are posting anything, um, anything outdoor related. You know, it's, it, it's, it's very diverse what can go wrong when, I mean, some things you might even not realize you're doing that you are doing that is part of the five cardinal sins of posting hunting and fishing content.
1: This is where the admins for South Kind deer hunters we need to have them on and we need mm. to do a what not to do and to do in a deer hunting group. Mm. Go
2: ahead. Lately I mean social media has become a big thing, um, where you can either get famous <laughs> off of it or you can ruin your name on it. And it's very easy to do. And especially if you are a hunter not so much. I mean, fishermen, we don't we don't get a bunch of heat like hunters do, um, because hunters are known for killing Bambi. And the way to avoid that is to watch the way you post during your hunting seasons. And I mean, it, it can go for for fishing, but a lot of the fishing is videos of people throwing their fish, like actually like throwing them off the back of the boat while the boat's moving, instead of doing a properly something like that. You know, just some things you need to watch out for.
1: Thinking it's funny when it's not.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like I said, social media is a huge platform. It gives everyday people the ability to share their stories and content and passion for the outdoors. Um, but more and more people seem to fall into the trap of chasing likes, followers, and sponsorship dollars, which is a very big thing. Um, so, the first cardinal sin that we have here is faking the details of a hunting or fishing trip. Now, This can be a huge issue sometimes that I see. It can be straight up lying. It can be, I mean, fishermen, we're known for.
1: (laughs) Be careful. I was just going to say now. (laughs) We're known
2: for, um, what's the word that we like to use? You
1: just stretch the truth a little (laughs) bit. You stretch the fish, it becomes bigger. You stretch the amount of time that you fought the fish. (laughs) You
2: know. <laughs> Especially the size of the fish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you hold that fish out kidding. three feet close to the camera, it gets really big. Yeah. You hold it back where it should be, yeah, not so big.
2: But a lot of this goes for hunting, not so much fishing. Okay. But there are some private fisheries, but if you're if you're hunting on private lands and you want to make it look like you're like hunting on pr- public lands, that can be an issue. So staying in lodges for the hunts when you're putting on that you've been camping on the hunt, or hunting high-fence animals and claim on your hashtag public land and free range, and then people find out that you have been stock hunting and baiting what you have posted.
1: Well, there's then there's been some big people who have gotten busted here over the last couple of years for, for doing exactly that on social media, and then after investigations, they've prosecuted several of them.
3: Oh, goodness.
1: Yes, for, for illegal <laughs> yeah. tags, for baiting deer where baiting is not allowed, uh, for shooting out a, you know, without a license. I mean, it's, it, social media will make you do things that you normally wouldn't, wouldn't do, do to make yourself look bigger and better.
2: Exactly. And it says here, if you feel the need to lie about anything you're doing outdoors, you're probably not doing things for the right reason. Absolutely. If you're doing everything legally, and every, you need to be proud of it. Sure. And I, step the second sin is the way it printed out i can't read it but i got to un- underline one part of it and the cardinal sin it's showing blatantly unsafe or unethical behavior which we know we can that happens a lot and you see it a lot
1: where your safety hardest yes in your lifeline that
2: That's i feel like enough. is more of a video problem it can be or not pointing your gun in the right direction when you're taking a picture.
1: See, that's the big one right there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people will lay their gun down across their animal and get behind it, mm-hmm. and the gun's pointed right at you. Yep. It may or may not be unloaded. Mm-hmm. You Those may or may, may not, or not even know. Yeah. But in a picture, it gives the wrong message about gun safety. Yep. Because number one cardinal rule, is never point a gun at somebody or something you're not ready to shoot. So you always got to watch that muzzle direction.
2: Mm-hmm. It also says when you're taking... The pitchers, Be mindful of what's hanging out, whether that's the tongue. If it's a deer, I mean, a lot of times when you shoot a deer, their tongue's hanging out. Just be classy about it. And a lot of people will take the blood and rub it on their faces. And at, you know, if it's your first deer, that's kind of that's kind of different. But if it's if it's just you're wanting to get out there and just be like, oh look at look face. at this. Yes. You know, you don't be in your face. That's how hunters are going to get a bad name. That's how they already have a bad name. But we just want to stay classy with what we have. They'll dress them or quarter them quickly and cleanly. After that, so and,
1: and you know it doesn't. Most people have a bottle of water with them. It doesn't mm-hmm. take much to wash away a little bit of blood right. or and take some leaves and cover up what's, you know, what you don't want. What because hunters we we get used to it. Yeah. To us, it's 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 just part of the hunt. Especially if, if of you clean
2: your own deer on your property, yeah. you're used
1: to it's it. It's part it's part of it. But to the average, ordinary person who made you listen to the show going, oh, already, they're just, Mm -hmm. you know, this is, we don't want you to gag when you see us with a picture of a deer. Right. We need your support. Right. There's 80% support in the United States. The National Shooting Sports Federation did a study in 2020 or 2019 into 2020 that found that 82% of the general public approves of hunting when it comes to pop, you know, deer management or, or, or wildlife management uh, for food and stuff like that. Right. So when we do this, we just want you, we don't want you to gag when you see it because it's, you know, because it just takes a minute to clean it up. Mm-hmm. And then if you post it online, it's fit for anybody to look at. Other hunters look at it and go, great deer. Other people, you know, just in passing, go, oh, look, he got a deer. Yep. So, yeah. It doesn't take long. It just takes a minute, and it makes the picture oh so much better.
2: And the same could be said for fishing. I mean, sometimes you hook them through the gills, and there's you take the hook out. There's You want to get a picture, it's a nice fish. There's blood running on the side. Just put them in the water, shake it off a little bit, take a quick picture. Quick picture, and then, get back in the water. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just, just be classy and considerate of others. Uh, number three. And
1: respect for the game, too.
3: Yeah,
2: true. Uh, number three, influencers buying fake status. Now, this happens a lot, and it has gotten to be a lot more obvious. It used to be you really couldn't tell. Now, sometimes it's kind of obvious, but just be careful of how you come across as an influencer. A lot of people will buy their followers. Um, some of them get followers in the form of, I mean, anything. People will buy pages that have already been built up and wiped the old post and changed the name and then there's Instagram fame
3: There you go. just
2: all of a sudden and it says if I've learned anything it's that the number of followers on an account rarely correlates to the person's clout in the outdoors that's a good thing to remember (laughs) um
1: are you talking to me (laughs) no
2: I'm not talking to you why am I talking to you a
1: lot of followers Huh? I said I don't have a whole lot of followers. But you're not, not buying sure. followers. Yeah, and I'm not sure I have any clout either. So. Well, clout
2: can a be fair. a bad thing too. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I cannot take too long on this, but <laughs> number four is, huntress is focusing on the wrong thing. Please never, ever, call a female hunter a huntress. Please.
1: Well, some of them like it. Some of them out there, they like that They like mm. that tag, Huntress. Some of them, In, in yeah. their heads, they have it built up. Uh, yeah, okay.
2: All right, well, not me. Don't call
1: Taylor. Don't call, don't Taylor call me. Up. <laughs>
2: don't. Yeah. Uh, we actually had a girl on here that talked about her view on this, and her name is Becca Garris. And she has a long blurb here, but I'm just going to figure out a couple of things that I've underlined a pretty girl can go out there and flaunt herself as much as she wants. And then cute little shorts and everything, holding her bow upside down or the
1: <laughs> real upside down.
2: Or just, I mean, there's so many things that can go wrong with that. They can look as good as they want to, but it, I mean, it attracts followers, but it does very little to inspire other women and young girls. And that, that's pretty much all you need to know about that. Is because it is so true. They can get as many followers as they want because they're out there doing that. But to the girls that are out here looking at it from from a different perspective, we are losing hope because it's like, oh, well, that's the only way I'm going to get Instagram famous or something is by doing that. No, that is very far from the truth. And it's really sad that it has become something that is an everyday thing. But I'm going to stop there because I'm – I'm not going to go into that whole section again, because y'all know I can rant about that as long as I want to. Um, I don't know. <laughs> A lot of people can sell themselves short of their actual... Worth. Yes. And just just always remember, before you post something, just think about how it looks to everybody. And you know consider everybody from different walks of life... Just make yourself look classy. Don't don't fit into what everybody thinks that outdoor people should be. Remember that, you know, we're conservationists. We come in all different shapes and sizes, all different walks of life. And just keep that in mind when you go on social media and post and watch your hashtags. Don't make them dumb. No ripping lips and stuff like that. <laughs> just just be careful. <laughs> That's my that's my that's Taylor's tip for the week. All right,
1: good. <laughs> <sighs> Fun things to do in South Carolina: have a heat stroke, get bit by a water moccasin, get sucked into a hurricane, run from wasps, have a fire ant farm, run the air conditioner and the heater in the same day, fall into the stickers in your front yard that be in holly bushes. Watch your groceries melt from the grocery store to your house. <laughs> get second-degree sunburn and fist-fight mosquitoes.
2: <laughs> second-degree sunburn.
1: Second-degree sunburn. Didn't somebody go to the beach and decide they weren't going to wear any shirt or something and get, like, blisters? Yeah. You need to work on
2: Hey, don't insult him.
1: I can not all I want.
2: He's a smart kid. He just... Okay. It's stubborn. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope you uh, have a re- great rest of the weekend. Get outside. Get ready for deer season. Mm-hmm. That means shoot your boat like I did today. Anyway, make time to get out there.
2: Take the back roads when you can.
1: Don't forget the camera. See you back here next week. More Woods and Water, South Carolina.
3: Any friend of mine, to get me from high. <laughs> I'm gone to Carolina